If you like that, you would like find a missing child Friday. Welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Indecorous means not in good taste. 9-11 was a gender reveal. <laughs> Indecent. Bunch of lunatics with morbid senses of humor. Immoral. You don't have the money to bulldoze this building? Just draw Muhammad all over the place. <laughs> Somebody will blow that shit up. Shameless. I'd let my bush grow because it's kind of one of those lots for love type of situations. Impolite. People always fingering, but I'm like, you know what? My fingers always hard. I don't get whiskey fingers. And beyond the pale. What you wearing down on your toes? I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, apparently some bad news. Pornhub apparently got their hand caught in the cookie jar with some kitty porn. So they took swift action and they deleted two thirds of all the content on the site. Is so, that what happened? I heard that they took down all content that was not from like, a, what do they call it? Verified, verified, verified creators. And so, so since we're not verified creators, that means our yes, videos yes. Are, got taken down. Here's the good news, bad news. I hear they didn't delete everything per se. They just took it offline. So there's a chance if one of us sends a dick pic, we can get verified and they'll put it back online. So I guess uh, one, two, three, not it. Can't we just get the guy that we owe $1,400 to to pass it along? Yeah, just forward. <laughs> let's see if we can get that guy to forward our masturbation videos to Pornhub, yeah. and then that's how we get verified. Dude, great idea. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't use Pornhub very much. I get most of my porn from independent sources. I like to support <laughs> You like gas stations? Yeah, yeah. I like this mom and pops. Yeah, artisan pornography. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't really use Pornhub that often. But the few times that I would check out a video or something on there, it would be like, I don't know how you have the right to show this because some of it would be like high production porn. I'm like, if you don't have a license for this, you shouldn't be allowed to show it. It's like if you post a movie on YouTube, you're going to get taken down because it's going to be a copyright claim. So I had no idea how Pornhub was getting away with posting all this shit that you would think would be copyrighted. I'm telling you, dude, that was my bread and butter, though, dude. Like, like straight up, I ugly cried whenever I went and all my bookmarks didn't work and all the links were broken. I was like, like a pet died kind of ugly cried. I can't believe you still use Pornhub after we did a whole thing about how horrible Pornhub is. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I think that's what, you know, was part of the appeal for it. I'm telling you, it's that self-loathing sort of like, I hate myself, but it feels so good, baby. You know, it's that, that kind of thing. Well, I know Visa, I think the reason they did that was like strictly because Visa and MasterCard stopped processing yes, payments for them. Exactly, because of the claims of child porn. So then they had to do something. Yeah, I guess that's what it takes. It's like if you, well, it's like anything. If you hit them where, where it hurts in their pocket, that's when they're fucking finally start doing some shit. Oh, exactly. And then they come out and they're like, because we want to be good people. All right. Now we're going to do this. The timing and the financial implications, that's strictly a coincidence. Right. Yeah. Good, we're good people. We're doing this because we're the best. It's the internet, though, so I'm sure it'll be supplanted by something. I mean, there'll always be something that'll replace whatever just got brought down, and then that'll get brought down and something else will come. I mean, I remember when YouTube first was a thing, and yeah, it was the Wild West, and people were just uploading everything left and right, sure. and nobody gave a fuck. Like, I remember being pissed when they started putting commercials in front of videos. Like, I would, I would actually stop. <laughs> I would close the window. I would be like, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not watching a commercial. This is YouTube. <laughs> and just close it out. I'll be like, no, fuck you. And now um, there is just no way of watching a video without seeing yeah. some sort of commercial Wait, before or after. 
You're telling me that your boycott of their free service didn't work? It did not. <laughs> I think it's because of Google. Once Google happened, they're like, ah, that's why they sold out to Google. It's because like, oh, this is the only way we can compete with Carlos closing out the windows every single time. <laughs> they got they Google your... money. Yeah, that's they right. foiled your quick mouse finger. <laughs> that's right. But imagine that. Like, that sounds so ridiculous now to even say... Yeah, if I ever see a commercial on a YouTube video, I just close out the window. Like, fucking, then you'll just never use YouTube again. Yeah, it feels like it's kind of getting to the point where a lot of that content is going to end up being free, but they're going to force you to watch the commercials. I mean, they're practically giving away cable at this point, but yeah. through the apps, because there's no way to skip the commercials. And that's right. That's how and they make the The thing money. is, again, because of the nature of the internet, there's always going to be some sort of way of, to circumvent paying or watching a commercial or whatever but then the question becomes how much work are you willing to put into this shit you know like I, <laughs> yeah like i watch football but i just don't have the sunday ticket where you can watch every single game so sometimes i'll go to a website where you can see like a, a stream of it but then you have to deal with like 17 pop-ups and fucking keep closing them like it's whack-a-mole and then that's that's how i found out about the game cunt wars i don't know if you guys have heard of cunt wars <laughs> But that sounds a, awesome. Oh, yeah, it's a very popular game. I thought game. that was like a Fox News show. I is mean, there queefing yeah, involved? another name for that. Yeah. What's yeah. that? Is there queefing involved? Is this like I, a queefing contest? I never contest? downloaded the game, but I have seen a million ads for Cunt Wars when I try to watch football on Sunday at some kind of dark web website and shit like that. But but then you you went, you get the stream going, then it freezes, then you have to reload and blah, 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 blah. Like there's always a, a way to get around paying for shit. It's just that it's, it's so complicated that you're willing to be like, all right, I'll pay 10 bucks just so I don't have to deal with a million fucking pop-ups and fucking reloads and all that sort of shit. Well, dude, I'm, I'm yeah. Googling this. If this is a queefing contest, I want to fucking sign up right now. Well, yeah, maybe we can get Cunt Wars to be one of the sponsors of the podcast. Welcome to episode 69 of Indecorous Comedy. This is episode 19 of season two. Indecorous Comedy is a reprehensively distinguished educational comedy podcast. Either the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Carlos Valencia. Below me, we have Bobby D. Yo. And above me, we have Ian. Resisting the urge to make a 69 joke right now. Uh, this is why you, <laughs> don't, you don't have to make it dirt. You don't have to work blue, Ian. Today, we'll be answering listener questions, talking about indecorous news. We'll be doing a deep dive into the indecorous history of Olympic sex scandals. And we'll close it all out with indecorous Mississippi state laws. Believe it or not, they have indecorous laws in Mississippi. I thought Before, they had exclusively indecorous laws. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to call through all the racist ones just to find yeah. some that might be funny. But before we get into any of that, let's welcome our guest today, Mr. Sam Evans, everybody. Sam, how you doing, hey. sir? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for thanks for having me on the uh, 69th episode. Yeah, that's right. The 69 episode is that's our theme. How's it going? Are you like buried in snow right now? I'm buried in snow. It's uh, very beautiful. It's not as bad as uh, I think we were bracing for. New York didn't get hit too hard, but oh, yeah. that's good. That's mm -hmm. good. I was going to ask if it affected any shows, but I really don't know. Are there any shows going on? There's not really any live shows going on right now, or not any that I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, so there probably are, but they just haven't told you about it, Sam? Yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we got this pandemic so we can keep Sam off these shows. <laughs> yeah, fucking hack. It's fucking China trying to keep Sam down. <laughs> 
Well, we like to start the podcast with questions sent by our listeners. You have millions of listeners around the world, and we accept all questions sent to us, but we rarely have an answer for any of them. We are going to start out with this first question comes from Kat, and these are open for everybody, so just in case anybody was wondering. She asks, what kind of bear is the best? And a bear, like B-E-A-R, like I'm assuming grizzly and that sort of thing. I'm not very familiar with bears. I've never lived in an area where bears were a problem. I realize that that's more of a rural area thing. <laughs> like, I, I think the New York City bear problem is under control these days, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, isn't panda bear the one that famously doesn't fuck and they're basically, the whole species is endangered because they won't fornicate? Is yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just all, all have headaches every night, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm cheering those guys on because they need all the love they can get. Yeah, I I identify with with a sexless bear, so I also am going to go panda bear. But are you saying that you're also because you're not interested in sex, or is this more of an incel type of thing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows pandas are the incels of the bear world. It's like nobody fucking armed these pandas. They're, they're not having. Go they're not having sex. They keep reading alt right publications. <laughs> How about you, Bobby? You have any any bear? I'm going grizzly, bear? just because. I mean, you wanna you wanna see a bear just rip some shit apart. You don't hear about every time you hear about like a bear getting chased off by a, a little dog or something. It's <laughs> you know, it's a fucking brown bear, right? You don't. You, think those, it's you a, know, they're embarrassing the bear species. Yeah, they're not showing the video of the dog grizzly encounter where somebody had to clean up their dog. <laughs> I, I am going to go with polar bear because this is what I heard. I've never actually researched this, but I did hear this once. Do you know polar bears are actually black? I did not know that. That's Yeah, underneath that white fur, they're actually black. So it's like they found a, a loophole to get around all the bear racism. <laughs> if, you're black, if you're a black bear, but just grow white fur... Bam, you don't have to deal with all the fucking uh, discrimination in the bear world. Life hack. Bear life hack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the other side of that, though, I do think it's unfair how much attention they get for, because of global warming. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always like, oh, the polar bears, they're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's like you can have that or Coca-Cola. Pick one, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing is, nobody gives a fuck about seals because bears, polar bears eat seals. I know. Right? But nobody's like, ah, now we're going to have more seals. Nobody gives a fuck about this. So the seals are probably like, yeah, fuck these polar bear motherfuckers. Yeah, but they all die. Wait, didn't aren't seals assholes? They're out there like raping penguins and stuff. Is that that true? I thought we did. Did we talk about that on an episode? Or did Did I just wish that we talked about that on an episode? Apparently you're just spreading some disinformation about seal. We're going to get sued by the seals now, man. So every polar bear that eats a seal is actually a hero that murders a Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that turned everything around. Yeah, well, these penguins are out there trying to speak their truth, you know? So in a roundabout way, if you're not an environmentalist, you are pro-rape. (laughs) and you heard it here first okay that's a firm stance i have good lord yeah this is a rape culture taken to the extreme here to the animal and then yeah penguins they don't they're not even picking a side because they're both black and white kind of kind of fence sitters (laughs) i like how we're building a whole QAnon conspiracy of the fucking south pole or north pole actually actually I i think we're all wrong because penguins are only in the south pole is that right isn't that right 
Who knows? Oh, I yeah. don't know. We need. To, I don't know how anything works, really. We need to book more zoologists. All right. So oh, that. Hey, work. I got an update. Can I? Can I chime in with a with a seal rape update? Yeah. yeah. Well, did they just rape yeah. somebody? Yeah. Well, this is. I want to. This is not the singer seal. Okay. There are no accusations against him. <laughs> uh, but scientists say they are seeing more seals trying to mate with penguins, but can't understand why. Seals are forcing penguins into sex and occasionally killing them once they get their sexual release. Wow. <laughs> In three of the four recorded incidents, the seal let the penguin go. Good. So, so maybe I'll change my vote to polar bear because fuck the seals. Yeah. I just think it's cool that you get notifications whenever a seal tries to rape a penguin. Oh, yeah. I got the citizen app is uh, going <laughs> off every time. <laughs> Very well. All right. Well, yeah. that's the answer to that question. Now we're going to move on to our second question. This comes from Brooke. She is asking, who is your all-time favorite late comedian? By late, I assume that means that they're dead. So, who would you say, Bobby? Who's your favorite late comedian? That's a fucking tough one. Because, I mean, right off the bat, Carlin was, like, one of the the first special I remember seeing at, you know, 12 years old. And, yeah. uh, of course, Geraldo and uh, Patrice O'Neill. See, the thing is, like, that's what I was saying. Like, we almost have to put a, a caveat on this one, or caveat, as I like to say. <laughs> that you can't pick Pryor or Carlin because they're kind of, like the top two for most people yeah but so yeah so outside of carling or prior and i mean it's, it sounds like carlin's your guy who would you say is your all-time dead comedian how about how, let's put it this way not a comedian that died relatively young your favorite yeah, I, comedian that died relatively young how about that probably patrice i would say because I, I love geraldo but uh i mean if you know but he was hispanic <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I didn't want to say it. You know? <laughs> how about how about you, Sam? Patrice is up there for me, and Geraldo. <laughs> but I think I would say Hedberg. Actually, that's mine. That would be mine too. That was I, the guy that I, uh, when I started doing stand-up comedy, I was emulating the most was Hedberg. Yeah, I think that that's true for a, a lot of people. Yeah, that's always kind of fun yeah. to see a new comic who like is. Very talented, but you're like, okay, but you are just doing Hedberg right now. So you're right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I didn't mean to leave him off. I do. I love Hedberg, too. That was just, that was no, such a tough, too late. tough it's question. Too late. Ah! It's too late, Bobby. Nah, you you, you, know, you hate Hedberg. You're a race trader. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. He was, that's, that's how much white shame Bobby has. That he, There's no way he could have picked a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Ian? Do you have any favorites? Yeah, I'm going Dane Cook. Uh, he's still alive, <laughs> but he's dead to me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair Can I, I thought about doing that joke for uh, Chris D'Elia. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking dead to me, baby. <laughs> All right, so there's your answer, Brooke. Now, our third question, this comes from Jenny. Now, you guys are going to have to follow me on this one. It's a little bit long, but here, okay. If you are in a left or right turn only lane like when you're driving and you have a red slash green arrow dedicated to your lane do you have to legally use your turn signal i've thought about this before and i am one that does not use it because i think it's well basically redundant you're in a lane where you can only turn so why use a turn signal when you're already on that lane but i really don't know legally if you're supposed to it's a slippery slope, Carlos. I bet legally you are supposed to, because that just seems like some bullshit that a cop would pull you over for. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
that's exactly what I w- I've always thought about is like, I think this is stupid, but if you run into a cop that's in a bad mood or just wants to write a ticket, like he hasn't filled this quota, he's just going to be, oh, you didn't use your turn. And I'm going to be like, well, I mean, it's a turn only. Like, tell it to the judge. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it, yeah, that's what I hate so much about cops. Well, that's not, actually, that's not that's not the only thing. They also, uh, they also uh, tend to shoot a lot of black people. It's all these excessive. No, nope, it's famously the only thing they get wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really, like I was just thinking, aren't we lucky that uh, that that's uh, all they do? That's bad. Yeah, totally. That, uh, well, aren't we lucky that they, that we invented cameras that they can put on themselves just as they became bad? Right? Yeah, we're so lucky. <laughs> just as they started doing bad shit, that's when they started getting recorded. But yeah, I, it is one of those things that pisses me off that it depends on just whatever the fucking mood is of the cop that's behind you or that's, that has his eye on you. Ian, Bobby, what do you guys think? Like I would probably go with the turn signal if it allows me to hit a bicyclist and get away with it. If the insurance company's like, you had the turn signal on? Okay, everything is above board here. You just want yeah. to kill somebody. Yeah, Ian will do anything to maim or kill a cyclist. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> the bottom line for Ian. Is well, I'll tell you yeah. what does fucking annoy me as, as a pet peeve of mine is when I'm on a right turn lane where you can make a right turn on red. This doesn't, Actually, this doesn't apply to New York City because you can't turn on a red, which I didn't find out till I was like two or three months living in there. <laughs> two two or three dead pedestrians in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept turning right. I was like, why isn't anybody turning right? You can never go. You're not legally... It's all this blood on my windshield. Yeah, right. So, but in most places, you can turn right on a red. But then motherfucker that's going straight gets on that lane when there's two lanes. I'm like, fucking get on the left lane. If you're not turning, don't fucking block me from turning on the right lane. It's a pet peeve. Yeah, right. Now that I I believe does deserve the death sentence. (laughs) Final question. This comes from uh, Carlos's mom. Why is Carlos so handsome? Because he never uses his turn signal. Ah, uh, yeah, that is pretty handsome of me, I believe. Yeah. By the way, Sam, Sweet Baby Boy is the name of the album Sam just released earlier this year. Sam, how's that been going? Uh, pretty good. It was interesting to find out how you do that in the middle of a pandemic, but... That's it, exactly why I was asking. Is How were you, were you able to promote it much? Uh, somewhat, although I will tell you, the day it came out was the day... Um, George Floyd had been shot like maybe three or four days before that. And it came out on the following Friday. And so I was supposed to promote my album the day the whole United States was like, fuck this, we're protesting. (laughs) And and I had to be like, yeah. And also, if you would like. (laughs) You're like, no, I I called it Sweet Baby Boy in honor of the late George Floyd. (laughs) Yeah, so I had to be like, yeah, fuck all this. But also, if you got the time. Yeah, yeah it's, we're living through very troubled, sad times. But if you want to brighten your day up a little bit. If anyone needs to laugh. All right, we're going to move to our second segment now. This is Indecorous News. This is the segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the United States and all over the world. After you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life so this first story ian you can take it all right the headline is alabama sheriff's christmas tree thug shots rub some the wrong way officials from an alabama sheriff's department are being criticized for displaying a photo of a christmas tree adorned with what they called thug shots of people who have been arrested 
the Mobile County Sheriff's Office used its Facebook page to post a doctored image of a Christmas tree decorated with photos of people arrested or wanted for crimes. All right, so it sounds like they didn't really, really do it. They just photoshopped the mugshots into the tree? Possibly, possibly. That's what it sounds like, which, I mean, originally I was just like, I don't really care much, but that seems like a lot of work. It seems like it'd be easier to just get the mugshots and just pin them to the tree than fucking have to do all this graphic design. And to be fair, it is at least a little bit better than last year's Thought Shots themed tree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, yeah, we're moving up. I actually would rather see Thought Shots, to be honest with you. Of course, yeah. You can do this next one. We have decorated our tree with thug shots to show how many thugs we've taken off the streets of Mobile this year. We could not have done it without our faithful followers, said the message posted Thursday. More than 7,900 people commented on the post, which Sheriff's spokesperson Lori Miles said Friday was part of a series of Thug Thursday messages that highlight photos of people who are wanted for various crimes. So even in police departments, this alliteration shit is just gone <laughs> oh, yeah. way too far. Bobby's got a big thing against alliteration. He does not fucking know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, just that they've got to make... It's like they come up with the alliteration first and they make everything else fit around it. I mean, uh, again, it's like the original story. I'm like, oh, you know, it's like whatever. But it is getting a little ridiculous that they actually have a thing called Thug Thursday. <laughs> if you be like that, you would like find a missing child Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, also, the other part that I don't understand. I don't understand what the police or the sheriff's department or whatever the fuck it was gets out of posting viral shit on Facebook. It's like you're still going to be the sheriff's office. It's not like you got any other sheriff's office to beat. What do you, why do you need to be more popular is what I'm trying to well, say. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's Joe Arpoio out there. <laughs> you know, they're trying, they're sh- these sheriff's departments are trying to make a name for themselves, you know? They're trying to yeah. one up each other, basically. Yeah. Uh, is that what it is? Is that like they're like 13 year old girls? They're all trying to get the most amount of likes? Well, they're a little less violent than 13 year old girls, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, right. just a little. All right. You can do this next thing there, Sam. While some commenters were supportive, many were critical of what they saw as demeaning and cruel treatment by the sheriff's department. Jatoon Bosby of the American Civil Liberties Union of Alabama said most people arrested for crimes struggle with mental illness and substance abuse. They need the community's assistance and care, not open scorn from leaders, she said in a tweet. By the way, how hard do you think it must be to be the head of the American Civil Liberties Union in fucking Alabama? Oh, (laughs) yeah. You might as well be Antifa. I actually, I had a friend, he doesn't live there anymore, but he was like the head of the Alabama atheists. And he had like a bumper sticker that said atheist on it. And I, I don't know how many uh, times that guy had his fucking window smashed. Just for the atheist bumper yeah. sticker? Oh, yeah. Just because it said, just because he had a bumper sticker that said atheist on it, people would vandalize his fucking car. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. I don't, <laughs> I'm not a fan of putting divisive shit on my car. Well, it depends. It's like, it's one of those that it's divisive because you're in Alabama. Well. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm no, not. A, you know what? It, it, actually, you're right because atheist basically is divisive anywhere <laughs> in the fucking. I mean, it, it might be less divisive if you live in New York City or something or Boston, but yeah, people feel pretty strongly about that shit anywhere that you go. In my case, I just, I don't have the kind of money to be replacing windows all the time. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't take a stand on those sort of things with a bumper sticker. But anyway, the whole fucking point, I guess, that this person's trying to make is that you shouldn't make fun of prisoners because a lot of them are mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess so. It is true that a lot of them are mentally ill, but I also think some people are pieces of shit. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can't just hide behind crazy when you're when yeah. you're also a piece of shit. Frankly, I don't think we're exploiting them enough. I, you know, it's one of those things like, where do you draw the line? Because they're pieces of shit, and then they'll be like, ah, I just I was going through an episode. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? Well, it's like a bad hair that, day, basically, right? Get that shit under control, man. I mean, I do think there should be more resources to help people, for sure. And we shouldn't oh. just, cops shouldn't just show up and shoot when somebody's having a schizophrenic episode. But, oh, yeah. I absolutely, absolutely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, oh. I definitely don't think you just get a pass <laughs> just because you're, it's like, I mean, how, how great would that be? Like, yeah, I killed all these people, but, you know, mentally ill. So you got to feel bad for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, I was going through my manic phase of killing people. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, you can do this last paragraph. The post was intended to show how cooperation between police and the community on social media can help solve crimes, Miles said. She said the mugshot ornaments represent repeat offenders. It's not their first rodeo, Miles said. They've been continuous with multiple arrests. So I view this as like, as a society, we're longing for the next great Christmas tradition because many have thought that the Christmas whale has ran dry. But I got, I've got news. I think that we've started a new Christmas tradition of exploiting those repeat offenders, and this might be a, a fad that catches on everywhere. I honestly think that I've been arrested a couple of times, and if they put my mugshot on that thing, I'd be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like, I, I, would, actually try to get, I would actually try to get a screen cap of that and show everybody. Like, look, I made the mugshot tree on Thug Thursday. I made Thug Thursday. That's what I would call it. That would be what my, my Twitter post. That, Twitter that post. would be like a badge of honor. <laughs> yeah. And then all things considered, these guys, if it's not their first rodeo, I, I think they have a lot worse shit to worry about than mm. their fucking mugshot being put on a Christmas tree. Yeah. I think, I think if you make it on to the Thug Thursday Christmas tree, whether or not you have a warrant out before they take you to jail, you should get to go to the police officer Christmas party. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, that's right. That's fucking, that's some cred right there, dude. That's yeah. like a comic make it just for laughs or some shit. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I got, got a callback for the Thug Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I mean, if you have neck tattoos, you don't mind people looking at you. So <laughs> yeah. who cares if your face is on some yeah. shithead cop's tree? <laughs> I really don't think this is much of a... All, all in all, I think, uh, yeah, if I can keep the Thug Thursday tree, I'm fine. I'm, uh, yeah. It gives me a gold next time I'm in Mobile. All right, I'll start. The second news story is pretty recent. Twitch extends word bans as part of a new sexual harassment policy. Twitch, which is the website where gamers game... You get to see people play video games. Will no longer allow streamers and commenters to go around calling one another simps, incels, and virgins when used as an insult under Twitch's upcoming revamp of its harassment policy. Twitch COO Sarah Clemens said during a live stream town hall, the term simp is a recent favorite in the Twitch community that nominally refers to men who seem desperate for a woman's attention. The term will be banned when used as an insult. Which makes me wonder, when is it not used as an insult? Simpsons <laughs> <laughs> enthusiast is a loving oh, moniker. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's going to be what all these guys are going to be starting to say when they fucking get banned. Like, oh, I just meant that he likes the Simpsons. It's, yeah. it's not an insult when my girlfriend pats my head and says, you're a good little simp. <laughs> and then she feeds me a grape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can do this next paragraph. The policy overhaul comes after Twitch was 
inundated with reports of sexual harassment within its community and complaints that the company had ignored the issues for years. Twitch said in June that it was committed to continuing our efforts to make Twitch a safer environment and that a review of its hateful conduct and harassment policies was underway. Now, I haven't. Have you guys used Twitch much? No, never. We have a Twitch for the podcast that I think we've never used, which I, I mean, I guess eventually, if stand-up doesn't pick up, that might be my next career is just playing <laughs> video games on Twitch. But apparently it's a thing where just like female gamers just get constantly fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I could see it. I mean, I believe it. Fucking dudes are fucking animals. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's unique to Twitch, though. They're just guys are going to be shitheads no matter where women are online or in real life. Mm. I think the incel population of video, there's a pretty big crossover between incels and video game enthusiasts. So maybe there's like a. A little bit more female hate going on there than other places. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and it's also, and and this isn't an excuse for any of it, but it's also like teenagers, you know, who, God, I hope they're incels, you know, and, (laughs) (laughs) but but they're, they're gonna be off, you know, and it, it sucks, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's another one of those things where as websites mature or like, you know, the older they get, the more they have to deal with a growing population of users. And originally, like at first, they just fucking ignore it. I mean, same happened with Facebook, same with YouTube and shit. But eventually it's going to fucking catch on. We're like, all right, you better start doing some shit about these motherfuckers. But then the problem is like, yeah, I made the joke about how do you use simp as not a insult. But that's how they are described. Like you got to use it as an insult. So it's not like you just put an algorithm on it that fucking realizes if it's an insult or not. That's, I think, when the problem happens. I mean, not to mention the fact that uh, they're really kind of opening up a can of worms when their business name, Twitch, seems to be openly mocking people with Tourette syndrome. Uh, I, 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 I forgot about that. I, forgot, I didn't even think about that. That's right. We should get off Twitch just in sympathy to uh, all the retards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobby. Yeah, it's a, our show of solidarity there. Yeah, um, yeah. We're, like, we're, we're, we're in solidarity with the retards. <laughs> Let's get that on a bumper sticker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The words simp, incel, and virgin will not be banned in all situations. Twitch will only take action when they're used for harassment. But typically, that's how these terms come up on Twitch. Twitch is also proactively denying emotes that include all three of these terms as well. What is Wait, that? What is this is that? like an emoji? Is that kind of like a little... I was hoping you guys knew what that... Sam, do you know what that is? An emote? Mm, no, not off the top of my head. Yeah, because Ian, like what you were saying, is like, I don't know if it's a type of emoji or... That would be kick-ass if there was like an incel emoji that was like comic book guy from The Simpsons, neckbeard, ponytail, <laughs> overweight. That would be awesome. <laughs> so you see, again, this is where you run into that slippery slope shit because it's like, how do you know what emotes are trying to insult somebody by trying to call them a simp or an incel or a virgin. Yeah. I mean, next thing you know, they're going to be banning like peaches and eggplants. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can see the gray area between like, if I put a fat guy with a neck beard and ponytail and tag someone in it, and they're like, hey, you're calling me a incel. I could be, no, I'm, I'm commenting on you being a, a comic book enthusiast. Could be a little right. way. Could... There's so many ways that you could get around this shit that I don't know how this is fucking actually viable. Uh, you can do this last paragraph, Sam. Twitch's updated harassment policy lists a number of banned behaviors relating to sexual harassment. Among them is a ban on making derogatory statements about another person's perceived sexual practices or sexual morality. 
The policy goes on to say that would include repeatedly negatively targeting another person with sexually focused terms such as whore or virgin. See, that's what that's funny to me that the virgin and the opposite of virgin are both banned. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like You've either you never fucked or you fucked too much. Yeah. Either way, we hate you. Yes, I, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't know how this is. They're actually the moderators. If I'm, a, I'm a hoping they have moderators are going to be able to fucking do this. And the other part of it is that I hope they do have people because that's that's the, that's my big problem with Facebook and Twitter, too, is that. Mostly Facebook. I've gotten more more trouble with Facebook. Is that they just have these algorithms that see a word and ca- that can't read context. So just because you used a certain word, boom, you're fucking banned, and there is no human element to it. Yeah. But, but then you know, if you have fucking five million users, how exactly do you do you moderate that many fucking people? Well, plus it's the list of banned. <laughs> of banned things on there is is never going to get smaller you know it's just gonna keep building and building and and you know people see that like oh okay we got what we wanted from this situation like let's let's get this band and that band and yeah uh, i don't know no that is a good point it's kind of like taxes it's like that's why like they always do the the taxing like like when they actually put it up for a vote it's like were you against one cent increase in the blah 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 tax and you're like well it's one cent who gives a fuck but, you know, once it goes up, it's never going fucking down. No. They're, ne- they're never going to put a vote about, like, hey, let's cut the taxes. So that's, you know, and the next thing you know, you're fucking... Oh, no, they'll cut taxes, just not for us, Carlos. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They go down yeah. if you're rich. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you're worthy. It's like that old uh, Louis C.K. bet about how got money taken away from his bank account because he didn't have enough money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> negative $10. Yeah, he had negative $10. <laughs> but if you're rich, they're like, here, have more money. Here, have this broke fuck's money. Take this guy's $10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our indecorous deep dive of the week. We build this podcast as an educational comedy podcast. We often fall short of the latter, but we always try to deliver on the former. This week, we will be talking about indecorous Olympic sex scandals. Every few years, viewers at home get to watch the world's best Olympic athletes jump and run and throw shit. But unfortunately, we are all missing the real show. Behind the scenes at the Olympic Village, it is a little known secret that these world-class athletes are also world-class whores. See, it's a good thing we're not on Twitch or we wouldn't be able to use that word. (laughs) And the Olympic Village is home to the biggest sex party on the planet. This is the indecorous history of the Olympic Village Fuckfest. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I just picture that on a banner, like, just outside of the Olympic Village Fuckfest? Yeah. yeah. I'm buying those tickets. No shit. That's one area where I could get on board with alliteration. (laughs) <laughs> finally yeah all right so the modern origins of the olympic sex parties can be traced back to munich in 1972 after 11 israeli athletes were killed by terrorists yeah that usually turns people on <laughs> following the closing ceremonies the athletes returned to the village and converged on the discotheque and it was a sad time so everyone started fucking said an american archer 
<laughs> wow. okay. what, a, what a good just sentence. It was a sad time, so everyone started fucking sad in American Archer. Well, you know how American archers are, man. Which Archer does sound like the most incel like sporting event. <laughs> you know that guy was on the dance floor. He's like, oh, here I was. I thought my quiver was empty, but I'm just <laughs> shooting. <laughs> So throughout the 1970s and 1980s, everyone fucked bareback. So there's really no data to quantify just how much fucking was going on. But thanks to AIDS, <laughs> we have some stats on condom use from the 1990s on. Thank you, AIDS. <laughs> Is there anything AIDS can't do? <laughs> so at the Albertaville Winter Games in 1990, officials had to refill the condom machines every two hours. In 1992, in Barcelona, around 50,000 condoms were distributed. In 2000, at the Sydney Games, they ran through 70,000 condoms in the first week. And in Salt Lake City, Beijing, Vancouver, they passed out 100,000 each. But in 2016, due to the Zika virus in Rio, things got even sexier <laughs> than ever, with officials passing out a whopping 450,000 condoms, breaking all prior records by landslide. So... I mean, I'm just going to say as a, a person who has purchased these things before, uh, just because you have them doesn't mean it necessarily turned into the act. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this is this, this is actually the next point, Bobby. <laughs> but I mean, this is was Zika the one that made the babies have tiny heads? <laughs> was that, I yeah, have a hard yes. Time. Yes. Okay. That was the that was the voodoo virus. <laughs> the, the Beetlejuice virus. The yeah, head. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because yeah, I guess that's what it took to get people. Because I mean, from one hundred thousand to four hundred and fifty thousand, that's that's a big fucking raise. Dude. That's four it, times. So I guess know, that's what it took. You know what I just looked up though, because I wanted to compare numbers. So I googled <laughs> how many athletes competed at the two thousand Sydney Games. Because it said they ran through 70,000 condoms in the yeah. first week. And it said 11,000 athletes. So really, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of fucking. But really, yeah. it's just everybody having sex like once a night. Maybe a little less than once a night. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, if and I, everyone is. Everyone's yeah. pairing off. <laughs> or just like yeah. a handful of real powerhouses, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, what I, yeah. that's the other part. Well, okay. I, I, I don't want to jump ahead. But Bobby, you go ahead. I, you can do this next one. I just, I don't know, I, I kind of also get the feeling that somebody that owned a condom company was like, how are we going to make money off of the Olympics? You know, they get, I don't know. Um, unfortunately, not all the condoms have been used to practice making crotch fruit. Allegedly, some buzzkill poor athletes from third world countries are taking the condoms back home to resell them. But the majority of the condoms are in fact used to prevent the creation of crotch fruit. <laughs> Orgies are not that uncommon, uh, but back at the Lillehammer Games in 1994, two German bobsledders offered to trade their gold medals to a group of alpine skiers in exchange for an orgy with, quote, extra spice. That's that's where that ends? We don't know what the extra yeah. spice is? Oh, well, wait, wait, is, that saffron. Just, is that just prostitution for medals? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what it sounds like, right? Yeah, that's basically what that sounds like, yes. I'm envisioning a double penetration situation here. That's probably the extra spice, but I guess we'll never know for sure. I mean, this actually goes back to how what fucking animals dudes are, that most fucking athletes in most, yeah, I would say in most sports, their goal in life is to win an Olympic gold medal. And these guys are just willing to give it up for a dp 
Like I worked my entire life to get this fucking medal. But you know what? If we both get to fuck the same chick with extra spice, <laughs> it's worth it. It's really about the experience. I don't need the thing. Yeah, it's all about the memories you make. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, back at the 2000 Olympic Games in Sydney, uh, American target shooter John Lakatos or Lakatos finished all of his events during the first few days, so he was told to lock up the three-story compound that his team had leased, turn over the keys, and return home. He begrudgingly turned in the keys, but after seeing all this sweet foreign poontang, Lakatos instead decided to rig the lock and squat in the compound and start up a makeshift brothel for the remainder of the Summer Olympics. Hundreds of people used his building to bone down, and the makeshift brothel was lovingly known as the Shooter's Compound. Hashtag, what? this guy's my hero. Yeah, this guy just showed uh, that initiative, American dream and shit. Wait, now, did he actually start a whorehouse, or did he just let a lot of people fuck in the compound? I'm I assuming think... he just let him, or, I mean, Ian wrote this, so Ian, do you have any more information on this? Yeah, I think he was basically letting just any of the athletes fuck in the compound, and mm -hmm. I think they lovingly called it a brothel, but it was probably just a place for fornication. Oh, yeah, sure, so sure. It, just, it was like he had the, the fuck pad. Yeah, what, pretty, what an insane much. life story that would be, to be like, no, I was a shooter that competed in the Olympics, but then I, I kind of found a side path and you yeah. know, be <laughs> became a foreign pimp. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I thought I thought shooting was my thing, but then I found my calling when I went to Sydney. But like nine times out of ten, when someone squats in a place, it's always because they're poor and they're just trying to make ends meet, and they're causing fires, lighting up shit because there's no electricity. This is the, probably the first time I've ever heard of someone squatting turn it into a sex palace. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I'll give him that. I mean, it's hard to make a name for yourself. An American target shooting, so you might as well start a <laughs> fuck house. Sam, you can do this next paragraph there. Building on the success of the brothel in 2000, New Zealand Taekwondo <laughs> practitioner Logan Campbells opened a legal brothel during the 2012 games in New Zealand to help him raise money to pay for all his training. <laughs> all the horny bros visited his brothel and he raised enough money to pay off his training debt, but fucking all the whores himself got him soft and he got knocked out in his first fight at the 2012 games. Uh, wow. Damn. And so, yeah, I didn't even think about whoring is legal in a lot of these countries. It is. So he yeah. just, that was his gig economy gig? Is yeah, because his a, own brothel? a lot of these dudes, they devote 24-7 to training, so they don't have any source of income. So this dude was just like, I'm just going to put everything on the credit cards, rack up some debt. And this fucker was straight broke. But whenever all these athletes came to town, he was like, I know what's going to happen. Everyone's going to try to fuck. I'll set up a brothel. And dude made bank on this shit. But he was getting too many blowjobs and dropped the ball and got fucking knocked out in the first round. How hard do you think it is to collect money from your whores as a pimp after they just <laughs> saw you get knocked out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come get this money, bitch. Yeah. He's like, you better pay up. And they're like, or what, you pussy? <laughs> They just pull up the video of you getting knocked the fuck out on their phone and shit. <laughs> this is actually, but this is not a bad business plan if you live in a country that has legal prostitution. I mean, if we had this here, it wouldn't be a bad idea to start a brothel anywhere they have a fucking comedy festival. <laughs> oh. Wait, right. you know comedians with money? Well, I mean, you, you get a discount, 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 discount. Yeah, yeah. If you, you, if you show your fucking pass from the comedy festival, you get a discount. All right, Ian, you can do this next paragraph. To give you another data point of just how much fucking is going on, the famous gay dating app Grindr 
crashed within minutes of the first Olympic athletes arriving in London in 2012 due to the volume of demand. The Grinder app, for those that don't know, enables gay men to obtain the locations of potential homosexual partners. The Grinder system melted down from all the traffic and it took 24 hours for the app to get back up and running. London is the most popular city for the app with 350,000 registered users. Now that's a big motherfucker because I remember when we had who was it that was telling us he had Grinder? Oh, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin Delgado. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, Kevin Delgado. Delgado. He has Grinder, and he was telling us that this shit tells you within feet, like how yes. how many feet away you are of of your your match or whatever. It's pretty fact. much a stalker app. I mean, basically, yeah. You you can use it to pin down anybody within whatever radius. I guess you gotta set it up. How does how does Grinder work, Sam? <laughs> that's why we have you on the podcast i fucking knew it, <laughs> I, knew it. <laughs> I i can see it though i guess i imagine they didn't build the fucking app to you know for that kind of a massive amount volume. of people yeah volume exactly yeah, yeah. you know I, just playing devil's advocate here i mean if that was intentional maybe to have the service go down it does get people talking about your app i guess yeah, it's a little I, little free I've advertising. Heard that, I've heard a theory like that about stand-up comedy shows where when Grinder goes down, a lot of people show up. I've built my whole stand-up career through that theory. But yeah, they say that's why you want you want you want people waiting in line or, or outside a show because then people are gonna be like, oh shit, something's going on in that fucking place. Yeah, you know I, mean? mm-hmm. like, I guess that that's what gets people attention. So yeah, I guess so. So uh, at the 2002 Winter Games in Salt Lake City, Utah. A conservative, pro-abstinence, anti-abortion group called Generation Life organized five days of protests against the games. Specifically, the group protested the game's policy of making condoms available in abundance. We want to expose the horrific realities of abortion, tie in our message of chastity, and ask these young people to stop all the fucking. And really, we want to just be giant crybaby buzzkills and perpetuate the stereotype that religious, religious, just a combination of religious and conservative. Um, that religious conservatives are the worst. But baby Jesus would surely have water in his wee little eyes because over 150,000 condoms were given out, and at least 10 athletes caught STDs, while another dozen had abortions after the fact. Well, I mean, this is a thing that's been talked about for a long time, but basically, the all these. Super conservative groups are anti-condom, but they're also anti-abortion. It's like, yeah, I'd pick a side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that old, like, Carlin line. Like, they're they're against abortion and they're against homosexuals. Well, who has less abortions than homosexuals? Right. <laughs> didn't, didn't you have one, Carlos, a really, a really clever... Uh, abortion? I want, totally. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but something about politics and abortion in a way to make everyone happy. How did that uh, one go again? I, I'm, I've been drinking too much. Is this a technical <laughs> at some point? Yeah, I think this is on your first comedy album. Something to the effect of uh, how do you make liberals happy, make abortion nice and legal? How do you make conservatives happy? You make all the abortion clinics segregated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds way better when you do it. Dude, I mean, it's one of my favorites that you've ever done, by the way. So props for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. If you get it, yeah, that's how you convince conservatives and. You keep abortion legal because liberals love killing babies, and you appease the conservatives by making all the abortion clinics segregated. <laughs> Problem solved. And then I do my little face that I do after every punchline. <laughs> I do my little hoochie coo. All right. So, this next one, Sam, you can do this next one. 
Here are a few notable highlights over the years. In 1988 in Seoul, there were reports of so many condoms found on the roofs of Olympic residences that the Olympic Association banned outdoor sex. Back, <laughs> back in 2008 in Beijing, after the U.S. women's soccer team won the gold that year, famous goalkeeper Hope Solo says she and her teammates went on an all-night bender with actor Vince Vaughn. Quote, when we were done partying, we got out of our nice dresses, got back into our stadium coats, at which point, she says, they went on live television still drunk. All right. Wow. So, so did they fuck Vince Vaughn? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm wondering about. I, I was going to mention this in the previous thing, but okay, it's good that they're using condoms because they're not going to spread any virus diseases. But if these athletes are fucking other athletes and then they're having babies, these are going to be some fucking superhumans that are going to come out of this shit. Right? Like, they should be, like, fit as fuck. Yeah, dude, this is, like, some Hitler-Aryan baby kind of shit. They're gonna be, yeah, they're gonna be fucking, like, it's like when I heard, what was that, China was dating another wrestler, Triple H or some shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she was dating uh, the one, two, three kid. I oh, thought, yeah. I thought. <laughs> they had that sex tape, I think. That's right, that's right. Mm -hmm. I, knew, I knew once the, you remembered the sex tape, you would remember who the wrestler was. Yeah, I know every wrestling scandal. But every, yeah, anytime I think about that, it's like, oh my God, if fucking China would ever get impregnated by this fucking other wrestler, that baby's just, they don't even have to deliver it. It's just going to fucking rip out of her fucking vagina whenever it's fucking ready. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think, I mean, you know, sure, don't spread diseases, but if there are any babies come out of this shit, they're going to be fucking super babies. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. You, you heard it here, huh? folks. Carlos is pro super baby. Pro super babies. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. All right. So famous U.S. swimmer Ryan Lochte estimates that 70 to 75% of all Olympians are having sex. That seems low. It, you know, do you guys remember Ryan Lochte? Not the brightest bulb. Wait, he had a grill. He was a white guy with a grill. And didn't they claim to get robbed or something, or they did the robbing? They said that they were robbed, but they had actually, like, fucked up a convenience store or something Oh, like that. that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's like the riffraff of swimming, so I don't really <laughs> take his word for anything. But another U.S. swimmer is quoted as saying 15-year-olds hooking up with 25-year-olds, Asians hooking up with Europeans. This shit is lit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shit is statutory rape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, you, are we sure this is not Ryan Lochte? Because this sounds exactly what Ryan Lochte would say. This is Ryan Lochte saying, hey, other swimmers are saying this just so he doesn't fucking catch the heat. He's just hooking up with Europeans. This shit is lit, dog. <laughs> it is estimated that half of the under 18 athletes popped their cherry at the Olympic Village. Wow. For many of these athletes, this represents the first time they are free without parental supervision of any kind. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. They don't have TVs in their room, they're all in their hormonal prime, and then you give them all a shitload of condoms and they have nothing else to do. What do you expect? A former coach is reported as saying. <laughs> I bet I know why he's a former coach. <laughs> <laughs> A former coach yeah, that was said, his quote earlier. Yeah, yeah. A former coach says from his jail cell. <laughs> that shit was lit, dog. I, I mean, yeah, I guess it does make sense. Because these are all, for the most part, very fit, attractive people. Well, maybe, I mean, just the fact that you're fit makes you attractive, I think. You know, it's one of those, even if you're ugly, you're going to still get a pass on the butterface. But you're fucking fit. You're fit as fuck. Yep. So yeah. You're going to want to fuck, but it kind of does make sense. But it does bother me sometimes when I hear about 
well, you put a bunch of dudes and uh, with a bunch of women. What do you think is going to happen? I was like, well, it doesn't work that way for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, ah, oh, you got, it's like when we talked about, uh, um, the midget orgy, right? The great the midget, midget orgy. The midget or, I don't know. Do you hear about this, Sam, about the Wizard of Oz? They had a bunch of midgets having orgies. Really? Like the, the munchkins and stuff? The munchkins. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, when they filmed that movie, it was like the greatest gathering of midgets in history. Mm-hmm. And they were just fucking a lot. And again, it's one of those, when we did that, we did that episode a long time ago, but I was saying, I was like, oh yeah, you know, people talk about it, man, you put a dude and then a woman over there and then you know what happens? I was like, no, that's not my experience. That's all it takes. Just being around a woman. I wish it was that easy. You have to be like, you know, at least a foot and a half shorter and a lot more merry than you are, Carlos. Yeah, I guess so. I guess my fucking miserable disposition is what really fucking, that's why I'm an incel. All right, guys, we're going to get to our last segment of the podcast. This is Indecorous Laws. Every week or whenever we feel like it, we highlight some of the oddest laws in different states of the United States of America. Most of these were real laws, at least at some point. Some of them have since been repealed, and others are sadly still on the books. One of these may be unverified. Actually, with this one, I'll say it right now, I verified all of them. Ian, I'll let you do the first one. All right. Are we playing the game of which one of these is the most racist? Because well, I... no, no, no. I actually, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I was going to say none of these are racist. But if you actually were to research the origin of every law, it probably does come down to some black person did something. So yeah. it's Mississippi. That goes without saying. It goes without saying. All right. So if any person shall willfully disturb any congregation of persons lawfully assembled for religious worship, he may be immediately arrested by any officer or private person. Without warrant. Yeah. Shit. So you mean you can do like citizen's arrest. If like a random drunk guy goes into a church and starts heckling the preacher, just some random person in the church can just throw that motherfucker on the ground and start beating him with a baton or something. It's exactly. like totally illegal. Exactly. Yeah, you nailed it. Somebody could just be like, this person is disturbing the congregation. I'm going to make a citizen arrest. And again, it's Mississippi, so <laughs> being black might be enough to be disturbing the congregation. So, so you're basically deputizing in every single person in a church every Sunday by law, essentially, right? Yep, basically. Yep, you know how it is. You could just fart and get arrested. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what? right. Yeah. You can do this next one. It's a misdemeanor to have more than one illegitimate child. <laughs> <laughs> it is punishable by imprisonment in the county jail for not less than 30 days, nor more than 90 days, or by a fine of not more than $250 or both. A subsequent conviction shall be punishable by imprisonment in the county jail for not less than three months, nor more than six months, or by a fine of not more than $500, or both. Every cashier, when I used to valet, would have been in violation of this law. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that was such a fucking indecorous career. Yeah, no, I don't think it necessarily is. It, it might just be the airport that I worked at. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you worked yeah. At, you worked at a pretty shady airport. It, every like, mo- not even exaggerating, most of them had been one child by the age of eighteen. What I think was especially funny about, I mean, the whole thing is funny, but I, what I thought was especially funny is that all right, already it, it's illegal to have an illegitimate child, but then if you do it again, <laughs> now you're gonna get three months. Like, yeah. does, this, does this shit just keep accruing? Like, this motherfucker won't stop having illegitimate children till the point you just get a death sentence? <laughs> I think they should try that. 
and just for clarification, this is it's illegitimate if it's mixed, right? Is that is that the way the law works <laughs> yeah, in Mississippi? That's, again, yeah, that's right. Are, <laughs> these are all the nuances of these. Because it's Mississippi, that's what we're talking about here. Mixed children are illegitimate. <laughs> all right, Ian, you can do this next one. It is unlawful to publicly display obscene material as on any motor vehicle or wearing apparel. Yeah, so basically you can't have anything that's considered obscene like a bumper sticker so calvin pissing for example that the classic decal of the little boy <laughs> pissing that's not going to work for me well i mean i think if it's pissing on the word democrats it's okay <laughs> this is definitely a law exactly for the calvin pissing thing yes yeah, right. and and that image carlos is on their state flag <laughs> yeah, that's that's what like the, yeah we'll take down the confederate flag but we're gonna put calvin pissing on the word liberals that's how we're gonna yeah. fucking get around that shit yeah liberal tears on libtards that's a good way to uh get around the whole uh getting your car bashed in for having an atheist bumper sticker you're like i'm an atheist but calvin is pissing on me <laughs> yeah that's right you just keep that on hand like yeah, yeah. anytime you park your car you have that decal that you just put right above the atheist thing so you don't get fucking smashed <laughs> sam you can do this last little paragraph in 2013 lawmakers barred towns from forcing restaurants to include nutrition information or calorie counts on menus the same bill bans communities from requiring restaurants to limit portion sizes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I actually looked this up a little bit more, and they called this one the anti-Bloomberg law. Anti-Bloomberg? Like, they actually wrote this in retaliation from when Bloomberg passed those laws. What was it? Like, you couldn't get, like, a supersized drink or some soda, shit? Soda, yeah. yeah. Like, like, really big soda. Uh, couldn't do more than 32 ounces, I believe, yeah. 32 ounces is enough. <laughs> of any yeah, soda. definitely <laughs> enough <laughs> i just think this is it's so fucking stupid that these guys decide like oh yeah well we'll show you yankees we're gonna get diabetes yeah i didn't i didn't realize the big gulp lobby was so strong you know <laughs> apparently that, i mean it's not uncommon i guess but it is still fucking ridiculous how many stances that conservative politicians take that are just for the sake of being like, fuck the liberals. Like there is nothing to gain from this law except just being like, fuck you, you libtards. You remember when, when Michelle Obama was like, hey, let's, let's maybe not have french fries on school lunch menus. And, and the whole conservative world was like, fuck you. Yeah, cookies, fuck you. cookies for everybody. That's right, we're just gonna start serving lard now. It's just gonna be all lard all day. All right, guys. We've made it to the end of the podcast. Kick ass. Hells yeah. Sam, thank you for being on the pod, my friend. Oh, guys, thank you for having me. This was a delight. Absolutely, dude. Do you have anything you want to promote? Any social media or anything? I'm on all social media at really Sam Evans. And then uh, if you go to any of those, you'll find links to my album. Again, it's called Sweet Baby Boy. And uh, it's everywhere that you can get albums. So are you still doing, are you doing podcast or is that on hold? It is coming back. We are recording episodes currently, but I do have a podcast with Jordan Scott Huggins. It's called Up Your Butt and Around the Corner. Oh, dude, nice. that's a, that sounds just like what they were doing at the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah. It's inspired by that. Uh, up Your Butt and Around the Corner. Mm -hmm. I, I saw you in Charlotte, and you were really funny, and I'm really looking forward to checking out your album, man. 
Oh, thanks, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah dude. Well, Sam, thanks again, dude, man. I hope to talk to you soon, brother. Of course. Thanks again, guys. Take care. All right, you yeah, too, buddy. Thanks for doing it, man. All right, Bobby, you got any last words? <sighs> there you go. That's that's the deep side we were looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's that's why I fucking. <laughs> I've been <deal>. practicing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Bobby. You fucking I, nailed it, bro. I was thinking about all the hateful haikus. That's right. Hey, I've never asked you for a haiku, and you still are yet to thank me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and you appreciate how I've not put that pressure on you. Yeah, you know, I really you? do. You're welcome. Ian, got any last words? Any hateful uh, haikus? I, I've got some good news, actually. According to pod status, we have some year-end podcast uh, podcast statistics to go over. So no, what do you have the podcast our... statistics? Yeah, yeah. What is she pissing on now? <laughs> 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 oh, and Decker's podcast. That little terror. Anyway, um, the podcast is actually crushing it in a lot of ways and some metrics that listeners might be interested in. We are officially number 137 in Slovenia. And in, yeah. Shout out to Slovenia. In the great Chinese slash British city of Hong Kong, home of Bruce Lee, we are 144. Fuck yeah. Well, they're not British anymore, but they're standing strong. And they're fighting for their rights as a independent uh, city. And, and then we got we got one more um, in Belgium, which I believe is the home of John Claude Van Damme. That's Possibly. right, the muscles from Brussels. I'm telling you, dude. So uh, they got their shit together down there, son, because Indecorous Comedy is number 150. Fuck yeah. Shout out to Belgium, motherfuckers. You got great soccer team, Edwin Hazard, De Bruyne. Fuck yeah, all you motherfuckers. We love you, Belgium. Yeah, go Antwerp, Diamond District. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so uh, apparently not charting here in the great U.S., but um, making up all the difference in uh, Eastern Europe. Well, fucking Belgium's not Eastern Europe. What? Well, Western Europe, Eastern Europe, it's all, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what? It's either Eastern Europe or the opposite of Eastern Europe. And, and you know, it's that kind of talk, Ian, that's going to keep us from cracking 136 in Slovenia, all right? Yeah, if only. That's right. We're all over the place. Fucking Western, Eastern Europe, Asia, all, all that shit. Australia at some point. Yeah. Basically, basically every country. Well, maybe not Australia. Basically, we're crushing it in every country that can't speak English. Is what the <laughs> thing is. Yeah. Any, any bot that was forced to download our... Podcast. Yeah, any country where English is not the main language, they love us. Hey, I want to think that they're using us for the ASMR, the ASMR for sleepy times. You know, people are just, they find find our voices very soothing. They have no idea what the fuck we're saying, though. Yeah, let's let's roll. All right, guys, that is our episode for this week. Follow us online. We're on Twitter at Indecorous Pod, Facebook, Instagram at Indecorous Comedy. Twitch at Indecorous Comedy. And what is our TikTok? TikTok at Indecorous Comedy. We don't have a Pornhub anymore because those bastards took everything. Motherfuckers. And most important of all, Patreon. Follow us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody that has joined our Patreon in the last month. We've had quite a few people join us and support us, so I appreciate you guys. How do you spell Indecorous Comedy? That's I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S. I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S. Thank you for listening. Watch your cat. Walking cat. Stop all the fucking.